Good morning, my friends. Happy Wednesday. This is Alicia from EvolvePortland.com. And today, oh my gosh, this morning started out with a little bit of a triggering incident that I that reminded me of some things that I wanted to talk to you guys about. So if you don't know me, I am an empowerment coach. I teach all kinds of woo-woo stuff here in Portland and online. I read tarot cards. I teach Reiki. I also offer Reiki sessions, Akashic Record readings, soul realignment um, readings. So I'm kind of in the energy healing industry. And um, today I wanted to talk about this idea of our ego and a new perspective on it, and also a new, perspe- a new perspective on dealing with people who are bullies, aka assholes, right? So um, let's start out with this morning when I got triggered by my ex-husband, which yes, it still happens. We've been separated for almost six years now, divorced for almost that long, And, um, it was a pretty brutal divorce and still this far into it, I'm co-parenting with a person who is, um, got some personality disorders going on, I would just say. And so there's this, um, there's this ongoing battle and it's about me growing up, right? He's here in this life to teach me about my own self-love and trusting myself and honoring myself and knowing that even though he disagrees and um, has nothing but like really evil looks to throw my way, that I um, can trust myself. I can trust my knowing. I can trust the things that uh, I believe. And so it's been the biggest, the biggest journey in my life, right? This relationship. And so sometimes I think, okay, maybe this is what a twin flame relationship is, right? He's definitely been my biggest teacher. And this morning he was a little bit upset about something. I actually, he was really upset and it had to do with something really stupid. Um, just my daughter taking her hamster to his house or not while she goes over there for her his parenting time. So it's nothing big. Um, but regardless of what it is, he always has an excuse to be mad at me. And whenever I see him, like he's he has yelled at me at, in the hallways at school before, which is really embarrassing. And um, he knows what to say to really get to me because he knows me really well, right? We were married and together for almost 10 years. And so he knows my triggers. He knows my sensitive spots and he knows how to get to them. And this is my journey is, um, is growing through accepting what he says and not letting it affect how I feel about myself or how I see myself, right? And so this morning, I'm dropping off one of my daughters. He had my other daughter, and he's like glaring at me through the hall. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, if there was like an Emmy Award for like the dirtiest look that anyone could give somebody, he would win. He he can give me these looks that like shoots flames and, and swords out of his, his eyes. And so um, that happened. And at first, you know, it like, it gets me a little upset. It gets me a little angry. And I try to think of like, okay, how, how am I going to defend myself? Or what am I, what do I need to do? How am I going to 
evolve through this situation instead of keep repeating this pattern, right? And so it brings me to something that I learned from Matt Kahn. And oh my goodness, if you don't know of Matt Kahn, I've been talking about him a lot lately, but his teachings, he's on, you can find him on YouTube, K-A-H-N is his last name, and his teachings are really, really amazing. And so he talks about the ego, and, you know, there's a lot of ancient spiritual practices where we just, like, release the ego, right? We, we kick it out the door, we forget about it, we lose it, we do everything we can to get rid of it. It's like this ego we got to get rid of this ego. And this is not what Matt Kahn says. He says that this is, um, you know, we're like in a new time now. And these older spiritual practices aren't necessarily serving us to heal our core wounds. And so when he talks about the core wound, that we all have this core wound, and that core wound actually is our ego. And so it's kind of an interesting thing to think about. He says that the ego are these compulsive patterns that orbit our personality, but it is not the illness of having a personality. So we are not wrong to have a personality, right? This is who we are. We are God, goddess, divine source, experiencing itself through this human as Alicia or whoever you are. This is, we are divine beings. And so we obviously are going to have a personality because that's what, that's what source is here to experience is us as our unique self. But the ego are these compulsive patterns that orbit that. And so, um, it's kind of something to think about and that, you know, we're actually are what we're doing here as we are evolving in love and into the fifth dimension is we are loving our ego and healing it in and absorbing it into our soul self as um, helping us become whole and clearing these egoic patterns, right? Um, so anyway, what he says and what, I w- what brings me to this story this morning is he's like, you know, when you see somebody being a dick or acting, you know, looking at my ex-husband this morning, instead of saying like, gosh, he's such a jerk, he's so mean, or all these things that, you know, automatically pop into my head, it's like, you know what, why don't we look at it like, wow, his ego, his core wound is really being activated right now. So there's something I'm doing that's really activating his core wound, and he's just acting out. And, you know, not only is he just acting out, but it's like, because it's activating that core wound that was, you know, probably created in a very young age of his life. That's why he's acting when he's making these faces. It's like the face of, you know, like a really upset temper tantruming four-year-old. So instead of getting mad, it's like, okay, let me just see him as that his core wound is being activated. And, you know, I'm sorry that that's happening. And it's a good sign. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll get some healing out of that as well as me. So I'm looking at what's being activated in my core wound and what do I need to help heal that and support myself because um, it's not really my job anymore to do anything to help him. And it never was really, but you know, it's like, he's got to figure it out for himself. But Matt Kahn said something else that really struck me a lot. And none of this, I'm just like quickly recapping a lot of it. So him saying it and explaining, explaining these things is way more clear than what I'm saying. But he talks about, um, 
you know, the narcissistic personality and the bullies and the people who are abusers. And he says that they choose, the abuser will choose the most conscious person to abuse because they know that that person is going to forgive them and free their soul. So when we forgive them, we are we're freeing them, right? We're, I'm forgiving him for his behavior. I'm forgiving him for the anger that he's um, aiming towards me. I forgive that and free his soul because I understand that's not really him. That's just this pain that he's experiencing, this wound that he's experiencing. And the part that really, really struck me was that part that they will choose the most conscious person because it makes me realize that all of us as light workers and as empaths we come into these families and many of us are the most conscious person but you know we're the most sensitive person and so um we come in being so sensitive and then we're simply a quick target for bullies because they know that we're going to forgive them and pardon their soul and then you know they move on so um So yeah, that was kind of, for me, I guess, an affirmation of just, I don't know, thinking about how, um, how conscious, how we can kind of actually determine our consciousness by how people are choosing us as the victim of their abuse, because they know in the end that we are actually helping to heal them. And also, I'm sure because of the polarity of my vibration and my ex-husband's vibration, like I'm sure that I'm triggering him at the highest rate, right, possible because my light is light and his, he has darkness that's getting shined upon. And so it's really interesting to think about those dynamics and think about, um, you know, it's not about what, what we experience, but how we react to it, right? People talk about that a lot. And so... Um, so I've just been thinking a lot about that and about how we can see these people, whether it's, you know, our president or anybody who's acting out in these really, um, loud and uncomfortable ways are just being triggered possibly by a core wound. And who are we to judge them for their wound, right? If somebody gets hurt, we're not judging them for being in pain. So why would we judge somebody for the love that they didn't receive as a child or whatever it is that caused their their pain? So um, that brings me to another thing that I did want to talk about, and that's about the four core wounds of the ego that Matt Kahn talks about because this was really profound for me and helpful and he talked a lot about it so there's no way I can like explain all of it but he talks about the four wounds of the ego and those four wounds are neglect, abuse, codependency, and loss. And he talks about in our nervous system how uh, when they do studies the Um, energy of neglect registers in our psyche at the same level that abuse does. So even though neglect is not this force of, um, you know, forceful energy towards us, it's the opposite of it. It still registers as painful within our, within our psyche. So neglect is actually this definition that he talked about as neglect was really, really powerful for me. He talks about neglect being, um, the overlooking or the refusal of affection, um, as a child, especially, right. But as an adult too. And so overlooking or refusal of affection, um, deprived of encouragement and attention. And so he says when we're a child, 
if our basic needs are not met, then we um, experience neglect. And as a child, our basic needs are that of being encouraged and getting attention. So if our, and also having our emotions be validated. So if there's nobody there when you're a child validating your emotions, nobody encouraging you or nobody giving you the attention that you're needing, um, and this is especially in those first two years, right? There's been lots of studies and they talk a lot about that with attachment parenting and things that in the first two years, but really this is throughout life when we're not given the encouragement and the attention and the validation of our emotions that registers us neglect within us. Um, and then when we look at abuse, um, Matt Kahn defines abuse as an expression of domination on another, so when someone's dominating you physically, right, verbally, psychologically, there's lots of kinds of abuse and lots of information coming out about that. And um, I know personally as a victim of emotional and psychological abuse that, that you don't even know it's happening for a, a lot of the time until you start to learn what it even is or what it even looks like. And so that can be that's a whole thing in itself. And I've done a couple podcasts about those types of things. You can find one I talked about crazy making, gaslighting. So you can find that podcast there. Um, so that's abuse. And then codependency. This was another one that really, really, um, you know, I've been reading books about codependency and you hear about codependency all the time. And I've always kind of like invented this definition in my head, but I've never really understood what it is. And Matt Kahn described it so perfectly and clearly in one sentence. And I thought this was so powerful. He says, codependency is an annihilation of your boundaries. So if you're experiencing annihilation of your boundaries, that's someone codependent person annihilating your boundaries. And if you're allowing them to, then you're being codependent, right? And so we have to learn about boundaries and what are they and how do we keep them? How do we um, use them in a healthy way? So that's what codependency is. And um, especially it's common in alcoholics. People who are alcoholics often don't understand boundaries at all. And then as children, we don't learn to have boundaries if our parents are alcoholics. So we don't know what it looks like to have healthy boundaries and we become codependent, right? And then we start annihilating other people's boundaries. So that's really interesting to me. Um, and then obviously loss when we lose somebody. And so there's a lot of ways he basically kind of says how each of us will have a, a thumbprint or a fingerprint, you know, according to our childhood, if we experienced all four of these core wounds or two of them or one of them or three of them or whatever, however many. And if we had a beautiful childhood and we didn't experience any of them, eventually we're going to experience the loss of those amazing parents who raised us in a really beautiful way. So there's this wound, um, um, you know, to the ego, which is the core wound that, that, uh, helps create, um, these patterns around our personality. And so I've just been doing really, really a lot of, um, looking into that, looking into my own childhood, looking into my own codependent behaviors and where they might've come from and where I might've learned them, looking at the neglect I received as a child, the loss I received because I didn't have a mother. Um, I look at the abuse I received, especially through my ex-husband. And all of these things play a part in my own 
my own ego, my own wounds, and they create my own boundaries. And so these are the things that are shifting. And I'm telling you, after this convention, I went to a three-day Matt Con convention, and he talks about this stuff for, you know, three days straight, and he's just clearly, it's like one thing after another, just aha moments and um, realizing these patterns that I've been carrying all my life that I've never been able to see so clearly. And then he does these repeat after me um, healings, which are really powerful. But it's really helped me to dig in and see what is the fingerprint that I have in my ego and what are the what are the wounds that I'm working on healing and what is being triggered, you know, um, when it's being triggered in me. And it's also with business and with stepping into our light because depending on which of these wounds we're carrying, there's things that are going to to hold us back, right? Like, um, like, for instance, he was saying if we're if we grew up in codependency, then there may be this subconscious fear of us getting really big because then we fear that our boundaries are just going to be annihilated. Or we're going to be sh- torn to shreds by the people who are following us, or maybe we have this fear of getting really big and then being a bigger target for abuse, right? Which we maybe don't even realize, or maybe we have this fear of getting really big and then losing everything. So there's all these different ways that this can play out. Um, but it's really interesting for me to look at it. And, um, while I'm here, I guess I'll just say a little bit more about what I learned from Matt Kahn, because there was some really powerful things he talks about, um, if there's one question, like the one question that we ask the universe in any moment, we can ask, what do I need in this moment? And he talks about our basic needs and how, you know, if you, if you haven't gone to the bathroom all day, you're probably going to be grumpy. If you didn't get enough sleep or enough food, you're going to be grumpy. If you're not drinking water and clearing the toxins out of you, you're going to be grumpy, right? There's these really basic needs that need to be met. So first of all, just checking in and thinking like, okay, I'm not feeling good. What do I need? Do I need water? Do I need food? Do I need a nap? do I need to go to the bathroom? <laughs> and then um, also he talks about, there was something else I wanted to say about that. Um, sorry, I've got so many notes here. Um, oh, so so the other thing is about desires because oftentimes we mistake in our desires as a need. And so he defines a desire as a human human conditioning of what, we think we need, right? So oftentimes we think we need something, but that's just a desire. And that's where addiction comes in as well, because he says an addiction is basically just an unpacking of core wounds. So when people are addicted, they're not looking at their core wounds, they're not unpacking them. Um, And then they have this desire, which feels like a need, you know, a need for that drug, for that drink, for that smoke, for whatever it is, sex, um, food, whatever these addictive behaviors are, like we feel that that's a need when it's actually just a desire trying to, um, be, you know, being, um, masked as a need. So really, really looking at your needs from moment to moment. And especially when you're not feeling okay and just looking at what do I need right now? Um, I think that's really super, super helpful. And, um, One other thing I'll just mention really fast because he was talking about, um, you know, relationships and things like that. 
He says, well, when we're talking about the needs, he says that a master is someone who is never too busy to meet their own needs. That's what a master is. Someone who's never too busy to meet their own needs. So that's beautiful, right? Especially as a mother or a parent, and especially as a single parent, there are times when there's no way your needs, you know, you're just, we're focusing on the needs of everybody else. But what if we focused first on our own needs, took care of ourselves, that teaches healthy boundaries, and and it doesn't teach codependent behavior to our children, right? Um, And then also as far as relationships go and as far as basic needs go, he says a relationship is basically when we're saying, or this is what happens in relationships, is you're saying, hey, you're here to give me all of the things that I'm refusing to give myself. You're here to meet all my needs that I'm not meeting for myself. And so we put our needs on someone else and we expect somebody else to to fulfill these needs for us. And that's codependency, right? That is not healthy. Those aren't, there's no boundary there. Um, So looking at your relationships, whether it's with your family, your lover, your kids, whoever, and like, are you, are you expecting them to fulfill some kind of need within you that you're refusing to fill for yourself? And if you're not, if you're not fulfilling that need for yourself, why not? What's keeping you from doing that? Um, so yeah, addictions are patterns of things that get in the way of us fulfilling our real needs. So that's what addictions are. And, um, there's so much more you guys, but I just thought I would talk about that because I feel like it's really big to a, be able to look at someone who's being a bully and think, instead of thinking like, God, what an asshole, I hate you, which is the first thing that comes to mind, right? to think like, wow, your core wound is really being triggered by me. I must be so conscious that I'm really triggering your core wound. So, you know, I hope you have the time to take care of that and love yourself and to do what you need to do to feel better, you know, and I'm sorry you're feeling that way. Like that feels so much better than like swearing and just being mad at him, right? So that is a huge Uh, thing and then also just about the ego being the core wound and the four wounds of the ego and how those are all playing a part within all of us now the narcissistic personality I don't know that it's necessarily goes together the same way I know there's different different kind of evolutionary cycles that happen through a narcissistic personality versus an empathic as well as um, the manifestation process is different for those two different types of souls so I can talk about that in another podcast as well. I'm still working to understand that in my reality a little bit more clearly before I share too much about it. But just knowing that if you're an empathic person listening to this, if you're a sensitive person, if you've been conscious, then you understand why these souls are choosing you because you are conscious and it's it's just basically proof that you're conscious, you know, and and you we see it and the bigger we get, the more of a the more it comes to us because the more people around see our light and, um, and it's part of the process of being a light worker, right. And stepping up into it, but trusting that if you have healthy boundaries and if you understand where that pain is coming from, then we don't, we no longer take it on and blame ourselves for it or carry it for somebody else. We just basically excuse and pardon their soul for their wound and wish them the best on their journey. Right. Okay, so if you have any questions about any of this, please feel free to email me, info at evolveportland.com. You can leave comments on my Facebook page. 
I do have a really amazing course starting on October 1st. And this is going to be 12 weeks of weekly online gatherings. And we're going to be learning how to read tarot cards, how to use a pendulum, how to um, look at the different blocks and restrictions that are in the Akashic Records. There's all kinds of really cool little things we're going to be doing. We're going to be taking peeks at your astrology chart and just learning kind of some of the basics there. So all kinds of really cool little tools to get you uh, familiar and practicing and um, that's just the surface level, right? The other thing is there's going to be journaling exercises and prompts and this community that we're going to build together. So you'll have people to actually practice these new um, tools that you'll be learning on. And you'll also be diving deep into your own process and into your own heart, into your own wounds and healing and coming out the end of this right before Christmas as a whole new person with a whole new perspective on the world and everything in it with all these new tools to step forward with a community behind you stepping into the light so that as the new year comes, you're ready to just take off and, you know, catapult yourself to the next level. So let me know if you have questions about that. I have a link to that on my Instagram bio. My Instagram is at Evolve Portland, all one word, E-V-O-L-V-E-P-O-R-T-L-A-N-D. Um, you can also find it on my website and on my Facebook page. Okay, I look forward to hearing from you. If you're listening on iTunes, please feel free to put a review. That really helps me get these out there so more people can hear me. And I'm sending big, big love and happy Wednesday to you all. Take care.